Go home. Go home. Go home. On a motorcycle. Yep. On a huge ass chopper. Yeah. And you would fucking gun it down. What, what, episode? Awesome. what episode is this? 51. Alright guys, and welcome to episode 51 of the Go Home Show. I'm your host, Eric Bador, along with your co-host, tag team partner, Brian Avishakra. Best friend, Brian Avishakra, how you doing today? <laughs> I'm good. I need to get at your level. This is going to be a good-ass podcast. We're blowing out, we're blowing out speakers, we're blowing out eardrums. I just got back from uh, Boston. I haven't had a day off in about a week, week and a half. Uh... Got on a plane, went to Boston, worked, got on a plane, came home, slept for about four and a half hours, went to work, stayed late at work tonight. Brian, how's your week of wrestling been? My week of wrestling's been pretty good. Let me tell you something, brother. Uh, I was not invited to PAX East, and let me let me shoot on this. Uh, the, the PAX East pa- Rumble? PAX East Rumble, not invited. Now, let, let me tell you something, brother. Something about the PAX East Rumble, something nobody wants you to know. There, there there's There's a couple of brothers back there. They're politicking. They're they're you know uh, I don't want to name names. Greg Miller that who couple who, of bad who, brothers. Yeah, who who you know the, who the boys the boys in the back you know they don't want you to get your payday. Mm-hmm. They want it for themselves. You know the the that that real old mentality that uh you know I'm 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 working up and down the goddamn coast every goddamn night. Are they uh, put, burying put, you? Put, yeah, goddamn right they are. Think I worked this, think, this, think, think I work think I worked this goddamn territory for myself, work for my goddamn family, put him in a truck, drive him up and down the coast to go to my show. My kid's out there. He's sell he's selling gimmicks. He's doing the work for me. Is he running the gimmick table he, for you? Goddamn right he is. How you how else what are you gonna say no to a kid wearing a Sincara mask selling <laughs> selling t-shirts for me? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. To a kid wearing a Sincara mask? Hey, hey, buy these shirts. Nah, dude, I'm cool. PAX East Rumble, I was boxed out. You know why? I can tell you right now. I won't name names. Dan Reichert, that's people I eliminated in the PAX East Rumble last hmm. last time. Maybe they, maybe they didn't like it so much. Hmm. That's all I'm saying. But Brian, I'm back. I'm better than ever. Got a knack for making things better. Woo-woo! Y- Brian? Yee-yee! Brian has been big on dipper vines. <laughs> Brian's a big fan of dipper vines. I've been packing a fat lip every night. Uh-huh. Copenhagen, winter green. <laughs> That's what the ladies do, but you know what? You got a bit, a little bit of finesse on that, uh-huh. and uh, and you know I got my mud jug made in America, not in China. If you get mud jugs made in China, you fucking messing up because Bush did 9/11. All right. So- Dick Cheney made money off the Iraq War. We started screaming. Dick Cheney made money off Pax East. <laughs> People who walked by the booth. I wish I was there for that. Oh man. Oh my god. We kept we kept yelling at people saying, Come see a bunch of California cute boys. Come over to our booth and say hi. Yes. <laughs> uh it was Pax East was weird. It was fun. Good. Uh, gotta see uh, good good brother Jordan. Hell yeah. Uh, Jordan Schwiers. Uh, he is out there. He's uh he draws he's a great art director. Mm. He doesn't he draws okay. He's, a, he's okay. He's a great art director. Yeah. Fantastic. So hopefully there's more stuff from him in the future. He's dressed the, very well. Because he is very, he was very snappy, very dapper. Yeah. So um, it's hard to compete because I look like a sleazy piece of shit. Mm. I'm growing my hair out. I got my mustache going. I, you know what? I was thinking about this the other day. Hey, guys, uh, just so you know, episode 51, the title of this episode, Weird Podcast. Mm-hmm. That's this one. Let's do it. I was thinking the other day, yeah. I'm letting my hair and my mustache go. All right. That's it. I'm just, I can't, I can't do what you, I can't grow a beard. Uh-huh. I can grow a mustache. Yeah. Kinda. So I'm letting it just go. And yeah. people are like, oh, you're gonna like, you're gonna like wax it and do curly mustache? Fuck the fuck no. It's, I'm going bushy Yosemite Sam, big old, yes. big old lip hanger. <laughs> fucking swear, Teddy swear, Roosevelt swear, shit. Swearing, swearing, fucking oh, yeah. yelling. Hey, Brian? Yeah? Cocksucker. 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 Love it. Cheers me Too sweet for the cocksuckers. <laughs> Brian, I've been listening to a lot of... I was going to say the Go Home Show. That's our podcast. A lot. It's the second time you made that mistake. <laughs> don't feed me gin on an empty stomach. What? Don't come over to my house on an empty stomach. <laughs> you know to, you're going to get drunk. I had to stay late at work and finish a bunch of projects. So uh, the Talking Shop Boys, I was listening to a bunch of their podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't, cannot stress enough. 
how much I love uh, the best podcast, which is hashtag the worst podcast ever. Um, follow them on Twitter. They actually have a talking shop Twitter. Oh, do they? Yeah, they only have like uh, four or 500 followers. I'm following them right now. Hey, I follow them on the Go Home Show account. Hey, guess what? We crossed over seven or over 700 oh, followers. Hell yeah. Which, hey, honestly, is small as fuck, and I don't care because we talk about nothing on this show. We talk about wrestling. <laughs> Brian. Brian, we talk about wrestling. I just found their Twitter and I was searching it's, talking shop and the title is The Hoots. The Hoots. Hey, look at their look at their profile picture. Hell yeah. It's them as owls. <laughs> <laughs> I was I listen to a bunch of their shows. We need a producer hoot on this podcast, other than Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks, we know you're listening to this because you have to, because you have to produce it. Thank you. Thank you for producing this podcast. Brian, thanks, Sasha Banks. Thank you, Sasha Banks. I really appreciate it. I promise that when you're around, I won't be packing fat lips, Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Unless that's something you want to do. Unless it's something you want to do. I'm. You know what? If you do want to pack a fat lip, I will get you your own jug mm-hmm. with boss embezzled on it. Yeah. Sasha Banks. Wow. You let me know. Wow, get it. Get a boss jug. Yeah, get a boss mug hashtag jug. Go ahead. You guys go ahead and tweet at Sasha Banks. Hashtag boss jug. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Don't, please, please don't. don't do that. Don't introduce us dipping to to anybody else. This is a <laughs> this is a horrible cave of of just malice and morose feelings. We were talking about it at Pax East. You weren't. Brian wasn't it there at Pax East, but we were talking about dipping and Brian's dip vines at Pax East. And all we kept saying was, if these people found out that Brian was retweeting them, I feel like the only things they would have to say would be like real racist, like like. Just about the only things they would have to say would be, like, real racist. Yeah. Okay. Didn't A couple of them found you. A couple of them found me. A couple of them were like, uh, why are you posting all my vines? And I would just respond with, because they're good. And I would spell because, C-U-Z. <laughs> oh, so you, oh, you're doing it, like, the right way. Yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, that that's pretty that's pretty nice. I fly under the radar here. Yeah. Uh, so you're a big fan of dip, dip vines, or you don't with dip vines? Uh, you know what? I think it's come to the point where we've kind of uh, reached the saturation of this uh, this particular field. Oh yeah, in vines. Is, is that because you lost like 30 followers? No, or? that's like my favorite part about it. Yeah, yeah, because uh, hey, if you don't like what I put out, don't mm-hmm. follow me. Hey, that's what's up. Because hey, if you're gonna hate on the on the dippers, mm-hmm. then hate on the vi- on the yeah. people. Yeah, guys, who, if you dip vine, guys, if you are gonna hate on the dippers, then you have to hate on the people who dip vine. And and ye ye, you don't want to do that. <laughs> That's no ye ye is like a celebratory like ye ye. Oh. Like, oh yeah, yeah, fucking America kicks ass. Ye ye. <laughs> there are people listening to this oh. podcast who oh. probably actually say ye ye. I forgot to tell you this. I haven't seen you since I've been back from Boston. Yeah. I, the last time we saw each other was when we recorded episode 50. That's right. So, haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. Went to Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if you guys don't know, when we do um, when we do packs, they have a uh, they have a mixer that happens after the first night. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know that mixer real well. Yeah. It's good. Free drinks, free food, free appetizers, little things, everything like that. I was hanging yep. out with a couple of people from Rooster Teeth, hanging out with Garrett, Making some new friends, seeing some people I hadn't seen in a while. Um, a woman came over to us and, and um, a couple of her friends and started talking to us. And she's like, oh, what booth are you guys with? And I'm like, these guys are from Rooster Teeth, but we're from Mega 64, which is like a better Rooster Teeth, because that's true. And she's like, Mega 64, that's real familiar. Were you guys, um, were you guys at PAX South? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, I think we were across from you guys. And I went, oh, I wasn't wasn't there. What are you guys doing? She's like, well, we sell like different stuff. We sell hats. And Uh I went, oh, cool. I was with Kevin and I went, hey, Kevin, were you guys across from a booth? Because Kevin was at PAX South. Were you guys across from a booth who sold hats? And he's like, yeah. And I went, oh, this lady was at that booth. And she went, I do. I remember you. And there was another guy with like a beard and a vest. And I just, was he on acid? <laughs> so she thought that you were on acid for all three days. Yeah. So she thought you were on acid. Now I'm just there to do work, and that's what I told her. I went, no, that's just our friend Brian. He's fun. Yep. I know how to drive revenue. <laughs> and she went, he was. He's like wearing a vest, and he was just like sucking on lollipops all weekend, <laughs> and he would just like stare everyone down. Just I don't. I thought he was on acid. Yeah, I got a mean mug a few people from the south. Yeah. Um, yee yee mean mug. Yeah, I was a uh, mean mug yee yee. 
Uh, the best part, I think, was that people would come up and I would, uh, when people would ask me what Mega 64 was about and I was feeling a little bit uh, fresh Aggre- with them. Aggressive? Uh, I would respond with what Eric would say. Uh-huh. Uh, which is, What's that, Brian? Which is, uh, well, it's like Bang Bus, but it's on a boat. Yeah, it's, it's like, uh, we call it Fuck Boat. We call it Fuck Boat, but it's like heavy on gay porn. Oh, fuck. I don't <laughs> go that route. And then, and, then, uh, and then I realized about the second day that maybe the South... Uh, rises again? Uh, well, definitely rises again. Because oh, remember the Alamo. Uh-huh. Do not forget. But because... Oh, I forgot the Alamo. Oh, shit. You forgot. I did. Um, shit. Not the right place to maybe bring that up. <laughs> the Alamo? <laughs> no, the uh, uh, hardcore gay porn. Oh. No, in it's the, not. In, in the middle of Texas? No, it's not. <laughs> Not at all, Brian. You're gonna drown in the river walk. Yes, you're gonna you're gonna get drowned in the river walk. Yeah. Oh man. What? Yee 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 yee. How about that? So, there it is. That's what we've been doing for the past week of wrestling. Yep. Um. Hang on. Let's see. Because this is gonna be a weird podcast. Ten minutes in. Me and Brian have been playing Resident Evil Revelations too. It's awesome. I don't. I have not played the story at all, except to get out of the title menu. Me too. I've just been playing the mercenary mode. It's fun as shit. Yeah, raid mode is the reason that I got uh, Resident Evil Revelation. Six dollars worth it for the first installment. Hey, guess what? Every new installment has more raid mode. Oh hell yeah! So now I have to buy the full game. <sighs> shit. Shit! I have to buy a game that I like. Fuck. Oh well. Brian. Yes. Are you ready to talk about the week of wrestling? Yes. That was the last week of wrestling as of today mm-hmm. wednesday march 11 11 march 11 today is hey guys wake up today is march 11th wake up time to die cliff compton i love shouts out to your eardrums which hurt we uh no. we still we still have to get the Sex Ferguson. Oh, tape. I keep forgetting. I fucking love Sex Ferguson. He just I've been popping gas station dick pills. <laughs> I was listening to a talking shop where he discussed that. No, no, he talked about it on the uh on the uh, the Art of Wrestling podcast. Right. He, t- he talked about Sex Ferguson in, in, in that um that high spots Cliff Compton thing and everything. Right. And he said, Is is it weird? Like, cause you don't you know, that's like a character. <laughs> <laughs> Big LGs just started saying, "Yeah, but then my wife starts going like, I think you've taken a couple gas station dick pills, and I know there have been a couple of strippers in the past. <laughs> Is this really a character? <laughs> Is it? I don't know. I don't think Me neither, so. And that's the beauty of Big LG. I love Big LG. Hey guys, if you want to support the Go Home Show, go to prowrestlingtees.com/slash/bigLG. Buy a t-shirt. How's he getting his fucking pops in on this episode? Hey, Brian, get your shit in. Get your shit in. <laughs> hey, I real, real quick, just before we start, I want yeah. to say thanks to everyone who came out to PAX East, who too-sweeted me, who uh, talked to me about wrestling, who talked about the Go Home Show. A lot of people listen to the Go Home Show, and I can't fucking believe it. Really? Yeah. That, that I was so surprised, even in Texas, I had a lot of yep. people coming up, too. Pretty cool. Got, got to see uh, a lot of good brothers. Um, awesome. Frankie came out. Didn't he? He wasn't gonna make it. He had some. He had some problems last year. He made it out. Oh hell he yeah! Brought his lovely wife Lisette, and oh, she nice. was she was very nice, and everyone was very cool. Yeah, it was great. Boston was cold as fuck, and it was miserable. Yeah, there you go. The first time I went to Boston, it was so cold that when how I took, cold was it? Hang that, on, go ahead. That when I took a shower, it burned my legs. Oh, I came out of the shower bright red because it was so cold. The shock mm-hmm. was just like awful. Brian. Yes. Alex Riley had a big decision to make on NXT. Say it to my face! This is a weird, this is a weird podcast. This is, I need a day off. <laughs> Go to youtube.com slash razor and watch the new video. The, the PAX East uh, uh, contest video. PAX East care package giveaway. It is literally us shoving a microphone in people's faces and going, you guys excited about the contest? Nobody knows what we're talking about. But the end tag is Sean from Mega64, and it's very funny. Oh, hell yeah. There you go. Brian. Yeah. NXT. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't watch Leech Underground, and I haven't watched any New Japan, Mm because I've been busy. Uh, NXT opens. Tyler Breeze and the returning Radamose, Adam Rose. (laughs) 
I thought I'd make his name better. Adam Rose, he brought his full Exotic Express. Um, they're not as hot as the other Exotic Expresses they that I'd seen. If anybody knows who the, who the chicks were in the Exotic Express like a month and a half ago, I'm still very curious. God damn it. Fucking, fucking gorgeous. What are we doing? I don't know. Uh, bring back blue pants. Bring back... <laughs> uh, Brian, what did you think of this match? Adam Rose, Tyler Reese. Uh, I, I was not um, surprised by how this match ended. No. But it, I... It, it's pretty much how it, they've all been going yeah. with... with uh, Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze, because he's been... I, I feel like he's been getting over when the match is... When the match is long, I don't think, like... I want to say that it starts favoring him because he just pulls that beauty shot out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And it's cool because it's like, they're selling it like, oh, it's a devastating move. Yeah. And and it's, it's you know, it comes out of nowhere and oh my God, he went over on like a WWE guy. Yeah. So that's pretty interesting. I, I'd like to see... Uh, never mind. What? Go uh, ahead. Uh, you know, it's the same old thing. Oh, I'd love to see him be up on the main roster. Huh? Against two. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't... I don't know. I'd love to see these people get the same sort of... Uh, Time. Time and push yep. and whatever uh-huh. value yep. that they get in NXT on the main roster. I agree with you. But I'd love to see people on the main roster get that first. <laughs> so how I, about that? How absolutely. about Darren Young and fucking Titus O'Neil? I agree. Hey, remember they reunited? Apparently. And and they've done nothing since. They could absolutely be in the tag title scene. No problem. Well, yeah, why, why didn't they come down in that weird tag team scramble montage they uh, had on Monday night? It's It's been a weird few weeks, and it's been like... I don't want to say this is like the strangest WrestleMania season, but in recent memory, because I stopped watching for a couple of years. Yeah. 2007 until the pipe bomb, which is what, 2011? Um, Was it? Holy shit. No, maybe 2008 to 2011. Yeah. I really didn't watch. Yeah. Uh, That being said, I kept up with all the dirt sheet stuff. I read results and everything. Yeah. Like the hardest thing to give up in wrestling is all the backstage gossip and all of like the news. Really? Uh, that for me that's what it is. That's Be- so because funny. I I love I love actual wrestling, indie wrestling and everything. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun to watch. WWE, I think half the fun is like the results and like oh, who's doing this and hmm. what's going on here and all the backstage gossip. I couldn't give a shit less about that. Oh, I I'm I wish I wasn't so into it. Yeah? Yeah, oh well, yeah. Which is funny cuz normally that's the kind of stuff that I'm always attracted to mm-hmm. because it's like I mean it, for certain people, like, for yeah. instance, this whole, like, Brock Lesnar UFC thing, it's like, wow, they're really fucking playing this the heavy-handed. Mm-hmm. But, hey, you know, to me, I'm like, oh, man, so what's what's going to happen there? Anybody else? Mm-hmm. Man, I don't give a fuck about, like, the dirt sheets going on about it's, it's Triple so, H and Sting. It's so funny because I, I read them, and then I, I give them almost no credence, mm-hmm. but I still read them all the time, every day. Squared Circle, I'm on constantly. Hmm. I'm like I'm refreshing. I it's like the only subreddit I go to, where I go to like new and I'm seeing like oh what are people posting oh huh. what's all like the new shit, I can't get enough. Did you see what the young bucks are? I think I think it was Nick Jackson tweeted what uh, we're gonna have to come up with a move called R squared. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I was showing you before just before the show started. I think it was Nick Jackson. Somebody from some pro shitty like, yeah yeah pro wrestling syndicate whatever, whatever yeah whatever. some some nothing show. Welcome to the Gotham Show. Some nothing show uh, tweeted like, uh, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, most hashtag overrated tag team in professional wrestling today. Nick Jackson quote tweeted that and just wrote, cool. <laughs> Mega64 does that. So that is like such in my fucking wheelhouse yeah. of, that's like the dopest shit you can do. Hey, call out the people that like hate on you because, hey, you go to that guy's Twitter account, his very next tweet is like, just because I think they're overrated does not mean I think they're not talented. Hashtag respect. You you wet fart What a fuck. pussy fart. You're such a lame shit. You couldn't even stand by your own shitty opinion because mm. as soon as you're called out, you go, well, actually, I meant something completely different. You lame fuck. What? You are pathetic. Such a sad. You are absolutely pathetic, you dumb son of a bitch. Been listening to a lot of talking shop. Good. Oh, I can't get enough. Listen to that podcast. It's so good. It's the, one of the best. It is so. It is hashtag worst podcast ever. I love it. It's I great. can't get enough. Brian. Yes. Next up, NXT Tag Champions Blake and Murphy. They take on the team of Sawyer Fulton and Angelo Dawkins. The Steiners. <laughs> hey, 
You know what I liked about Angelo Dawkins? His personality. Yeah. So let's take all that away. All right. And make them look like the Steiners. Jesus Christ. That's all, all I wrote was the Steiners. Like, why did they do that? That really, like, bummed me. I think Angelo Dawkins has something. He's interesting. Are we talking about the Bill DeMont thing? Uh, do we need to? I don't care. Hey, if you're, uh, if you yell homophobic things at people, don't do that. Anything else I, to add? What do you expect from an old school wrestling guy? I feel like that stuff comes from, he's just a, a, a piece where he's just doing what he's told. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, the people above him are, are like, yeah, just train them the way, you know, old school. And so he just so he just did that, and then he got in trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That that's and, and, and unless you have anything else, that really. The, the only thing I want to say is don't don't get us wrong. Don't think that we're trying to excuse, you know, being hateful. I'm just saying, like, hey, when when Grandpa says, hey, yeah, this neighborhood's a little black. <laughs> you're not like, hey, man, Grandpa, you're a bad guy. Yeah. No, in, in wrestling, wrestling is a very wrestling's like a good old boy. Yeah. Hey, I'm glad it's changing, and I'm glad there's conversations about like, yeah. you know, hey, what what's like holding, you know, why why aren't they pushing black guys? And yeah, hey, I absolutely agree. I would love to see the new day be something, but unfortunately, they're the new day. And it, me and Brian were flipping through channels just now, and we watched '70s TV yeah. where a black guy. I I I mean, TV has not changed apparently in 50 years. It has not. It was a black guy shucking and jiving, and we just went. Fuck, man. Come on. Like, we're better. We're like, haven't we? Aren't we as a people fucking better than this? Like, I, I, I guess I, I expect more. I guess we are. And I think I, I think the only the only uh, upside to this is that, yeah, OK, he steps down. And of course, he's not going to go away. From no, WWE, but, but Jason, Jason Albert's the head trainer now, which yeah. is nice because according to commentary, he spends all of his time at the performance center, which is great. <sighs> but hey, the fact that that this is to the point where somebody steps down and the fact that there's that kind of a volatile situation after the fact, mm -hmm. that's good. The conversation is gone past just, hey, well, let's talk about it to, yeah. hey, this is no longer acceptable. Hey, you know what? You're right. And I hadn't thought of it like that. It, it, the conversation has moved beyond just like, hey, you know, I don't like this to, hey, this is actually unacceptable. Get this guy the fuck out of there. Yeah. Did you know Ivelisse from Lucha Underground was in NXT? I didn't, no. So, she was Sofia Cortez okay. for a while. And apparently, this is all, you know, I don't want to perpetuate a, a bunch of, like, he said, she said stuff or whatever. But she had spoken up about a lot of, like, these training techniques and like, techniques I'm using in, in heavy quotes. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a, a lot of hate speech and, and stuff like that. She right. spoke up about that. And that's why she, she got fired. fired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, now she's Ivelisse, and she is, I'll say it, I don't care. She, I think she's one of the best women wrestlers going right now yeah i think she has i think she's fucking gorgeous i think she has the look mm -hmm. i think she has the talent mm -hmm. i think she should absolutely be in wwe the fact that she was in spoke up and got fired really fucking sucks yeah uh you know she she's done like a shoot interview where they asked her about that and she was very like hesitant really to, to yeah to throw anyone under the bus but that's that's smart yeah i mean you don't want to just bury people uh, unless you're uh, unless you're someone at PAX East Rumble who's burying a good brother like me, and that's you know that that's not something that you want to do. Too swinging for that one. And uh, you gotta push a good brother. She, she didn't go that route. Mm -mm. She didn't go that route. Good for her. That's uh, good. Blake Murphy against Dawkins Fulton. Bla Blake Murphy. Yeah, against Dawkins Fulton. Dawkins. <laughs> Uh, what do you th what do you think of this match? Anything anything stand out to you? Uh, yeah, I was actually impressed to see some uh, mat based wrestling in this match. They're supposed to be uh, Dawkins and Fulton, if you couldn't tell by their gear, are supposed to be amateur wrestlers. Yeah, I mean I got that, but I was impressed to see actually decent wrestling from you know uh, Blake and Murphy. I thought I thought they were pretty good sequences here. Yeah, uh, back and forths and things like that. So I don't know, it was interesting and, and cool. I liked it a lot. And it's always um, cool to see a big guy do a kip-up. Yeah, of course. Of course, yeah. You know? Uh, the match ends with that running suplex and a frog splash that was like three-quarters of the way across the ring. Holy shit. I feel like Blake and Murphy are th what they wanted Ascension to be. Mm -hmm. And if they bring them up, 
That that is a team that if they brought up right now they would get over if they kept them on the path that they were at. Disagree. Really? I think that they're so vanilla. Really? I, I enjoy them because they're good in the ring and have no personality otherwise. They come out to the shittiest dubstep song and then, like, jump over each other and have, like, I don't know what they do. Like, Well, they have fun. No, those are mid-card faces. You're thinking mid-card faces. No. These are these are mid-card tweeners? Because they called out Enzo and Cass last week, right? But Enzo and Cass are supposed to be heels. <laughs> No, they're not. They aren't? Bullshit. Are you serious? I mean, I felt like they were supposed to be heels. No. Okay. The, the crowd is cheering for them and saying all their catchphrases along with them. But NXT is such an interesting crowd because you have people who are absolutely heels, mm -hmm. but the crowd is 100% behind them. Yeah. It, it really does feel like... I always, I always question myself about the Attitude Era. Yeah. I'm like, do I look back at this with rose-colored glasses? Mm -hmm. No, I don't, because when I watch it now as an adult, there are things that I look back at, like Owen Hart flipping off Bret Hart at WrestleMania 10, and I'm like, that sucked. Yeah. That looked like shit, and it didn't make anybody look good. Yeah. But the the drive behind the the wrestlers, the motivation, and, uh -huh. the, and, and the striving to do better mm -hmm. is what exists in NXT. Yeah, I agree. And so... Well, the NXT is like a super indie... Yeah. You know what I mean? They and, they kind of took all the best indie wrestlers and went, mm, you work here now. Yeah. And and in all honesty, I don't ever want them to leave NXT. <laughs> because I know what's going to happen the second they get called up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that that's the way it goes. They're going to flounder on superstars and get called back down to yep. NXT. Yeah, and I can't even watch them on main event because it's not on the network anymore. Yeah. Fucking Hulu. Also, uh, my network subscription expired <gasps> and I haven't renewed it yet. Oh, no. Are they emailing you again? Yeah. Well, so I have to I have to renew it today, March eleventh. So that way I can watch NXT. There you go. Um, you have to help me if there are any in between segments because I didn't write them down. No, that's all right. Okay. Uh, so Blake and Murphy win with the with the suplex and frog splash. We go into Baron Corbin and a guy named Tony Briggs. Was there a segment? There's a segment with Emma and Bailey. That that's really right. Cool. And Emma kind of has like a little bit of like a heelish side yeah and she she's like oh bailey giving hugs great uh yeah i went up to raw and i was doing a dance and having fun and here i am in nxt it's kind of saying everything that i was saying about it yep. a year ago yep so there you go but hey i thought that was great i thought it was a really good segment and i and i think they've been playing bailey as like you're a super face but like oh maybe there's something here which is fucking great right it's interesting yeah it's I, cool. Because you, it, it gives you that little bit of like, huh, what's yep. going to happen here? Yep. And I love it. Yep. That's what I want. Baron Corbin beat Tony Briggs. Did you have any notes about Baron Briggs? Um, Tony I think, Corbin? Uh, not necessarily about the match, mm -hmm. but they the commentating team this week I thought was pretty good. Um, like, normally they, they're... They're good, but did they th say it to your face? They uh, they did, mm -hmm. um, and then they were thrown over a table. Yep. Uh, but no, Baron Corbin, honestly, has a he does have a presence. They mentioned this during during the match. He yep. has a really really good presence, mm -hmm. and if they don't fuck with it, mm -hmm. he could have that same sort of like reverence that like a and I'm and I'm very specifically pointing out early '90s mid '90s Undertaker. Yep. Oh, that, that's good. That's interesting because I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's, it's quiet and staunch and very stoic. Yeah. And very much in that era. Yeah. Because after that, he became very, like, dark and, like, he would cut promos. Yeah. But he didn't cut promos, really, before, like, the quote-unquote attitude no. era. It, I, he was, it, it, they did a countdown or something, like, the, the weirdest gimmicks or whatever, mm -hmm. that, um, and... And I thought it was weird that they didn't have the Undertaker on. Yeah, there. he was a he was he buried human beings. Yeah, so Dead that human beings that was weird. But yeah. okay, but with Baron Corbin, you have that same sort of thing. It's like, yeah, I don't need you to talk. I don't need you to do too much. Mm -hmm. You have a look. You have a feel. You have a presence. Run with that. Yeah, he produces <laughs> in the ring, and honestly, I don't mind the fact that he like throws the is it end of days. I forget what it's yeah, called. end of days. Yeah. And it looks awesome, and it comes out of nowhere, and it's always impressive. And He just picks up big dudes. It looks cool. Yeah. Uh, next up, Kevin Owens dumps water in Alex Riley's face. <gasps> and then Alex Riley, A-Ry gets mad. Yeah. His beautiful hair is, has been uh, destroyed. Besmirched. By water. Ugh. What? 
Jason Albert or Tensai or Matt Bloom or fucking Giant Bernard or whatever the fuck <laughs> his name is. He's fucking holding A-Rye back and saying it, saying, don't say it to his face. Don't say it to Kevin Owens' face. And Kevin Owens is saying, say it to my face. So A-Rye goes backstage and he says, William Regal, I want a match. And and William, and and then he says, you have to pick commentator or competitor. And he says, competitor, my first match is going to be against CJ Parker because CJ Parker's there. Hey, whatever. <laughs> and, and he's just a dumb little dick. <laughs> and, and I, I love fucking it. love CJ Parker. I love CJ Parker. He's great. He's funny. Uh, uh, so I guess I guess we get CJ Parker <clears throat> and and a, a- Rye tonight, March eleventh. <laughs> hey Brian, we get Bull Dempsey. Yeah. Here comes here comes Big Baby Bull against Solomon Crow, uh, which is not a test. Uh, he tries to match strength. Solomon Crow, not the biggest guy. No. <laughs> especially not next to Bull Dempsey. What'd you think of this match? Uh, oh, is it Bull Bull Dempsey's gonna get squashed by um, Solomon Crow? Yep, I was right. Then there it is. Right. Uh, ta- the bulldozer, which is not the name of the move, where he runs through the guy. It's not the name of the move, and it fucking should be. The fact that it's not is insane. To especially me. in a fucking industry where you have like the- shit pun. Uh, yeah, you have shit pun names. Rock bottom. Like, that's the name of a move. PTO. Yeah. Page tap out. Paid, paid time off. Ah. Ah. Well, that's... That is the worst gimmick name, I think. Page turner? Paid... No, paid time off is way worse. Rampage sounds cool. Rampage is a good name. Page turner makes sense. She's turning them. Yeah. Paid time off is a worst... Is like the worst fucking name. Like, that's like me having a move called Vacation Days. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Why is it called that? Because I'm fucking set. Because after I hit this, they gotta they going on vacation. Like it's this. It's the same fucking thing. It's stupid as shit. Oh um, god. Solomon Crow hits uh, like a weird, like his weird splash off the uh, yeah off the rope, which I like. I think it looks cool. It's different. It shouldn't mm. be his finish. It should be a signature move. Mm. Um, but I like it. Yeah. So cool, neat. Uh, we have some fans out there who are listening to this right now going, fucking goddamn Solomon Crow, fuck you. There are a lot of fans uh, who listen to the show who don't like Solomon Crow. Hmm. I, I haven't seen him prove himself or not prove himself, so I'm just waiting to see what he can do. Check out Sammy Callahan on the indies. He's okay. Yeah. I don't really like his... His promos are fine, I guess, but whatever. Uh, he used to work with um, Dean the, Ambrose, With Dean right? Ambrose, yeah. 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 Johnny Moxley. Yeah. Well, guys, just... we, only, we, call, we only call him by indie names, or if you know their real name, call him by their real names. No. You should definitely go up to them in airports and call them by their real names. Yeah, they love that. Yeah. They How about you just don't, don't talk to them yeah. in the airport? I, uh, I, I respect them so much when, like, if people call them, like, by their real names or, like, they're rude to them in airports, and they just go, I'm not saying shit. Fuck you. Yeah. That's why I like CM Punk so much. Oh, me too. Oh, yeah. Hey, if you call me Phil, I don't know. Go to hell. Oh, okay, cool. Hey, man, I'm with you. Yeah. Like, hell yeah. Fuck yeah. It's great. I, like, honestly, there, there's no better way to deal with people. Yeah, like exactly. That. Imagine having somebody coming up to you at the airport and being like, hey, what's up? Hey, hey, sign this shit. Yep. Hey, I'm dude. Sell, I'm going to sell it on eBay. I'm traveling right now. Yeah. Oh, the wor- traveling's the fucking worst. Ugh. Have you guys ever traveled? It's I mean, it's miserable. not its not necessarily the best thing you can it's, do. Why do you think they have bars at airports? Oh, it's all you can do. So, my, you, so you can wake up in the air and go, where am I? Why did I spend $14 on one drink? <laughs> uh, was there a segment between the, the Bull Dempsey, Solomon Crow in the main event? There was a uh, Zane vignette on his phone. That's right. And he, hey, and he guys, was, hello. It's me, Sammy Zane. Hey, it's Sammy Zane. Uh, He's gonna come happy, back. Happy holidays! I'm coming back, or whatever he's saying. I don't know. Yeah. It, it wasn't. It didn't feel like anything. It was just like, hey, don't for, don't you forget about Zane. Uh, go ahead and uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Write a review. Uh, five stars. Eric has such a great singing voice, and Brian has lovely hair. Thank you. Thank you. It's great. Thank you. Right. Also, right. Thank you. <laughs> uh, NXT Women's Championship. Uh, our girl Sasha Banks against Charlotte. Uh, what did you think of this match? Man, it got going quick. Yes, it did. And I fucking loved this match. Yeah? This, you had a good time? I liked it a lot. Oh, my God. This, this is... 
This is exactly what I want to see. Like, I'm hey, I'm not gonna lie to you. I sent a message to Sasha Banks earlier this week, and I just went, "Hey, thank you for being everything that I want on Tumblr." I said, "Hey, thank you for being everything I want women's wrestling to be." Awesome. Because because hey, one hundred and thank you for producing this podcast. Yeah. I didn't say that, but I should have. One hundred percent just produces like produces great, this podcast produces and produces podcast a great match and produces great wrestling yep. content. Yep, she produces great matches the way she produces great wrestling podcasts. Yeah, so, so great job! What a producer! What a great producer you are, Sasha Banks. <laughs> How have you at this young age been so great at yep. producing so many great things? <laughs> I don't understand it. Um, I like this match a lot. It was a lot of fun. Um, uh, Sasha trying to walk out on the match. I really like just heel stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, just going back and forth, uh, doing the the cross face pinning combination from Rival. Yeah, uh, I thought that was really cool. Uh, the somersault senton that uh, Charlotte's done before, but caught the knees. Mm-hmm. I just really liked it. I and- oh oh the the uh, they did the figure four leg lock in the uh, the turnbuckle right. Yeah, that was. I thought that was really cool. cool. And, and like, yeah, we're giving a lot of praise to Sasha Banks here, but I really... Charlotte was really good in this match. Charlotte is, like, I don't know that there's been... I think Beth Phoenix would be the next closest person who they had... Excuse me, who they had, like, this kind of uh, strength push behind. Yeah. And I don't know if that makes sense. She's so athletically gifted. Yes. that, That she can do... She just seems like one of those people that can see someone do something and then just do it right away herself mm-hmm. because man she just her matches just don't miss a beat no and 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 charlotte is really like really impressive as an athlete i agree and and like yeah you had china yeah you had beth phoenix but i i really think that she's a cut above i really god i love it i she she is just so good and you know we're we're really praising sasha banks in this match but it was really the both of them putting together a great match Telling a really good story yeah. using previous spots to mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, kind of gray out like, oh, it's going to end. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, okay. It, it was so interesting and so much fun. I, I really liked it. Um, I liked that uh, she, you know, hit the bank statement and then, uh, yeah, that figure four leg lock in, mm-hmm. in the turnbuckle and everything. And then there was a top rope natural selection. They got countered into a pin mm-hmm. and then Sasha got the win by putting her feet on the ropes. Great. Awesome. I, I mean, this is what we always talk about. A heel has to be a heel. A face has to be a face. I mean, you had Charlotte throwing out a goddamn speeder. Yep. How many oh, women I thought that looks so good. How many women have you ever seen in WWE, at least? Caitlyn used to use it. Yeah, and they... I still think they fucked up letting Caitlyn go. Yeah, she just... She left. She didn't want to do that anymore. I don't... Hey, I don't blame her. Yep. I don't I don't blame any of the divas that leave when they're, when they're that good and they aren't getting that push. Yep. Yep. I, it, it's just it's just upsetting. I, I really I really liked how natural these two are together. Mm-hmm. How their reversals and their counters seem to flow really well in the match. And it, it was a very fun match. I had a really good time with it. Uh, I was really glad I watched it. I mean, we say it every week. NXT is incredible. Mm-hmm. NXT is a super indie. I mean, it's 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 an independent wrestling promotion with the highest budget that you could possibly have for. An independent wrestling promotion. But, you know, at the same time, we watch something like PWG, you know, Black Coal Sun, and mm-hmm. you see a lot of great wrestling, and I would say, you know, it, you have that same sort of caliber, that same sort of expectation. I feel like that's what... I, I feel like that's what comes down from Triple H. Yeah, I, I agree. Because he did that. He used to do the indie circuits, yeah. and he used to run well, that and, shit for he, a long and time. And he did, you know, power plant stuff with WCW, and yeah. he saw the improvement that, that people made really coming down there and everything. A lot of people went through the power plant. Yeah, and a lot of people, you know, WCW went out of business, and a lot of people are still in Atlanta, working the indie circuit in Atlanta. Yep. So Scott Steiner, Buff Bagwell, what's up? Shouts out. I have no simpy for you, Scott Steiner. <laughs> when you take three point forty three percent. Scott, hey, if you guys ever just have time, just go on YouTube and search Scott Steiner promo, and then just. Bask in the glory of Scott Steiner promos. They are they are geniusly insane. Yeah, I mean he calls Mean Gene Bean Gene. I don't know what to tell you. That's great. It doesn't make any like why the fuck? He's a maniac. Gene He's just mean. A maniac. Gene Mean. Listen, Gene Mean. Um, I wanna read an email real quick from our right. friend Ed. Uh fake name. It's honestly my favorite bit of all of Talking Shop is yeah. when Carl Anderson. Fuck it, Dolly Dad. <laughs> 
Carl Anderson telling people they have fake names. Uh, this is from Ed. Uh, subject, Alex Riley. Body, say it to my face! And you will hear that song tonight, March, March 11th. 11th, on NXT. <laughs> Brian! Yeah. Raw was also a TV show. Yeah, it was. Uh, real quick shout out to our friend Sean Chatfield, at Sean Fatfield on Twitter, who was on a plane during the show on JetBlue. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got free TV. Oh, hell yeah. He watched Raw. Oh, cool. He was texting me during Raw. That's great. Raw starts, he texts me, hey man, I'm watching Raw. Oh, cool. A lot of people talking. That's how it is, man. Yep. Welcome to Pro Wrestling. So we open one of the, with an authority promo. Roland calls out everyone for being dumb. He says Orton will not turn. Everyone's saying Orton is just biding his time. And then he's going to beat me up. No way, Jose. Not going to do it, not even for a second. No oh, way. you think Randy Orton's going to turn? Here's my Big Show impression. Wrong! Big Show is the best heel in the world. How did this happen? Uh, Probably because he... Oh, I'll fucking kill you. Wow, you got within 16 oh, inches of the and microphone. and I'm going to say it to your face. Say it to my face! Nah, 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 nah. Meow. Hey, you better run away. Meow for the microphone. Fuck you. No? Hate okay. this cat. Anyway, uh, uh, no. did he dye his beard like a dark uh, black? Oh, yeah, he did. It's what? super dark. What happened yeah, there? I don't know. I mean, you have like millions of dollars yep. and you're uh, not PTP, so. <laughs> I, uh, I thought this opening promo was fun. Yeah. It was way too fucking heavy handed. Like, okay, we get it. Orton's going to. Turn. Turn. We, yes. I under, I, yeah. we understood this two weeks ago yeah. when he yeah, came we, back. No, we get it. Orton cuts a scathing promo on everyone. Except. Uh-huh. Except Joey Mercury. Which I don't blame him because Joey Mercury And cool. you? Eh. <laughs> J- James, Jamie Noble. Yep. Had the best promo of the entire night. I don't trust him. I don't think he's, he's going to do some bad stuff to you, Rollins. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck, man. Jamie by God Noble, man. Jamie he's by let, God he's Noble. Let, he's letting people know. Former ROA champion. James Gibson, man. Gibson driver. Orton cuts a promo, puts everyone down. He says, uh, Rollins, I'm biting my time. I'm going to fucking kill you, you dumb son of a bitch. And then he says, hey, LOL, JK. Because, Brian, he was LOL, JK. Yeah, but and, Eric, yeah. at least. He said it to their face! <laughs> and then uh, they all posed for, like, a family portrait. <laughs> it was the most awkward fan. That's exactly what everyone wrote down. <laughs> awkward family photo. It was just like, everyone stand here. Kane and Big Show were very upset when that promo was over. Uh, uh, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, next up, D-Bry against Wade Barrett. R-Truth is on commentary. Literally, no moves were called in this whole match except running knee after the pin had happened. <laughs> Like, this whole match felt thin because it just felt like, okay, well, we're going to have people in, like, this ladder match, so I guess Daniel Bryan's going to be one of them, so we'll just get going. There's a superplex, and then there's a running knee. And that's really it. Post-match pull hammer elbow by Barrett, uh, which which was missed by the camera, and then they showed a replay, which, again, was missed by the camera as it crossed over the pull. I don't It was fucking awful. Boom. Yeah. Has he won a single match since becoming champion? No. Can't you? Are you so excited for WrestleMania? Yes. Uh, next. Oh, and then Wade Barrett walks up the ramp. Uh, Dambrose is uh, coming down the ramp, and he attacks Wade Barrett. Bad news, Barrett. Excuse me. Stardust comes out. He has the belt. When did he get the belt? R-Truth uh, Smackdown. Ah. <clears throat> yeah. These are things you have to keep up with, Brian. Mm-hmm. You have to keep up with SmackDown. Uh, I'm not. just kidding. Hey, guys, you don't have to fucking keep up with SmackDown. We haven't watched SmackDown in months. R-Truth <laughs> uh, is still on commentary, <laughs> talking about his sack of potatoes. Why did he have a goddamn sack? There's Cody Chance at the beginning of this match, which means the Cody Stardust thing is getting over. That's nice. Ambrose is in control. There's really good chemistry between these two guys. Yeah. I, I don't think I'd ever seen them two... I don't think I've seen these two wrestle before. They, they haven't. They were really good. No, no, no. Didn't they face each other in some SummerSlam of 2013 when it was Shield versus uh, Cody and... That, was, that, was, that wasn't that was Ambrose. That was uh, Reigns and Rollins. Oh, that's right. They were the right. tag champs. Oh, shit. Yeah, remember okay. that? That's when, that's when the 
when uh, Dusty Rhodes became a tag team. Yeah. So, there you go. I like this match a lot. Uh, there's an Ambrose dive and then Stardust Dragon Screw into the ropes. Uh, they kind of half call this match in commentary. Uh, I didn't see the end. What happened in the end of the match? Um, it honestly just ended like really quickly. I don't. I don't. I didn't even write then, down who who, and who then won. Bad News Barrett gets the bag and, and that's he holds why, up yeah. a kid's belt. Yeah, and then because the weight of a kid's belt and the real yeah intercontinental. Whoops. Connor the Crusher gets an Ultimate Warrior Award at, at Hall of Fame, which is which is nice, but um, I don't. If if for nothing else, because goddamn, I don't care about the Hall of Fame. No, not not at all. People are gonna be like, "Oh, you guys can watch the Hall of Fame?" Absolutely not. One hundred percent no. I haven't watched last year's. I haven't watched the years before. I haven't watched the year before. I, ha- I haven't watched the year before. I don't. I genuinely don't care about speeches that people give at Hall of Fame awards. It's like watching the Oscars year joke. It. it- the only ones I'll ever watch, and the only ones that I have ever watched, I think I watched Edge. His was pretty good. Okay. Uh, I don't know why I watched it. I think uh-huh. I had nothing better to do, but uh-huh. I won't go out of my way. I think it was on Squared Circle. I thought it was cool that they did that, and I thought it was really cool that they honored Connor. Because, mm-hmm. honestly, you don't... Hey, yeah, no, and that that's really nice, and I know, like, it's going to mean so much to his dad and yeah. to, like, the you know, the people he affected and everything. Yeah. It's cool. I just, it's just like, oh, the Ultimate Warrior Award for Excellence in Hall of Fame, whatever. Yeah. So I guess they'll just award this to non-wrestlers. And and that's cool because, I, I like I said, it's, it's interesting that they're doing something like this, and it's interesting and really kind of cool to me that they chose Connor's family because uh-huh. they really don't have to do things like this. No, no, like they, they don't, but I think that... I think there's two ways to look at it. I think that it means a lot to some people, and I think also that it's really, really good press. And and I and, also and, and that's when I go back to thinking, oh yeah, that's right, these are carny folk. But I also feel <laughs> like the WWE has always been a, a a company that, even though they're now publicly traded, they're still run by a family. Yeah. And so there's a bit of heart to it that that to me is the, is part of the reason I still care about watching WWE. I I agree with you, and I see what you're saying. So I, I can I can see what what you're getting at. So I'm not gonna watch the Hall of Fame at all. Mm-mm. But the fact that they're doing something like that, and and again, they really didn't have to choose Connor. They no. could have chose somebody more. Could have been anyone. Could could have been anybody more publicizable. Yep. And they chose Connor, and I thought that was a cool. It's very nice. Yeah. Yep. It's next, really nice of them. Next up, we get a Paul Heyman promo. Uh, well, not it's a video about Roman Reigns, and then um. Uh, and then it's a Paul Heyman promo. Am I right? Then the, the Paul Heyman promo is fucking incredible. It... <sighs> hey, can I be honest with you right now? I'm going to be cut and dry. I'm yeah. going to be very candid. Uh-huh. I didn't watch the rest of Raw after the Paul Heyman promo. You probably did good. <clears throat> you did right by that. Because uh-huh. I knew that was the peak of the show. It was. And I don't care. I genuinely don't care about anything else that's happening in the WWE. Yeah. I don't care about any of the feuds. Yeah. I don't care about any of the matches. Yeah. The promo the Paul Heyman cut was so fucking stellar. That was my end note. It. It. I legitimately have not seen any more Raw than that. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to lead the conversation for the rest of the podcast. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be happy to. Be, because I. He cut that promo. He threw the mic. And I went. I'm done. He, he... There was nothing, whatever you were going to follow that with, whatever you were going to try to cap that with, mm-hmm. whatever was the next segment, whatever was the segment that tied into that, mm-hmm. it will not be one-tenth of as good as that promo was. What a fucking phenomenal talker Paul Heyman is. 100% beyond a shadow of a doubt, the greatest professional wrestling manager of all time period full stop no more conversation about it i don't think anybody could present an argument that could disprove that or make me sway that opinion ever i i 100 percent agree with you and i know we always come on this show and admire and hold up to that you know, higher regard Paul Heyman as a talker. You watch a promo like this, you watch a promo like the one after WrestleMania when Brock Lesnar didn't even show up to Raw, which to me I think is 
plays into the character of it. Mm-hmm. That why would I even come into? I just beat the fuck out of the fucking Undertaker. Yep. No, I'm gonna sell my advocate to it. Yep. He comes in there and just gives you one of the most amazing pieces of television you have ever seen. He, he just. Uh, I was sitting there with jaw open. Yeah. He, when he started talking about the things he shouldn't be talking about, like yeah, the mic cut out. That was that's all planned. Mm. It's not. It's not a shoot. I, they I, aren't cutting his mic. I liked it. Was two weeks in a row, and it was just like, oh, that's cool. And it gives him that reverence that he deserves. Mm-hmm. It gives him that that a higher like stature, per, stature mm-hmm. and performance level than anybody else. Yep. Talking about the WWE Championship does not belong to the WWE anymore. It belongs to Brock Lesnar. It belongs to Brock Lesnar. Like when when that when I knew Brock Lesnar was about to come out, mm-hmm. I was I was standing in my in my uh, apartment, and I was like, Laura, Laura, right now I know what's about to happen. Brock Lesnar's music's gonna hit, and you don't even understand how excited I get when I hear that one guitar note. Like it. It's not just Brock Lesnar himself. It is the representation of Paul Heyman. Yeah, exactly. It is It is exactly what... He is exactly what Brock Lesnar should be as the voice. Yep. And I'm so happy that Brock Lesnar doesn't have to speak. Yep. Make him be the performance in ring and Paul Heyman be the, the, the advocate for him. I wish any of the build to WrestleMania was half as good as a Paul Heyman promo. Because fuck, that was such a good promo. A quarter is good. Yeah, it was. It was so good. Any anything is good. Yeah. Because fuck, it, I that, don't care about. I thought I thought that promo was like, man, we I don't we we come on here every week and we sing his praises or whatever, but like, fuck, I was like, I stopped watching Raw. I turned it off. That promo happened and I went, yeah, I'm I'm done for tonight. It was so good. Not no match, no promo, no segment, no nothing was going to be better than that. I mm-hmm. legitimately didn't watch yeah and and in all honesty it was a it was the peak of the show there you go so what was next what was next was the big show and kane versus (laughs) rowan and harper just want everyone to understand that that was after the paul Heyman promo so hey brian how's the match uh let me just go ahead go go ahead go ahead and run down your notes uh i i checked the fuck out so hard i hey brian I checked the fuck out harder. Do you yeah. know how hard? Yeah. I turned it off. I turned off raw, yeah. Uh, that The only thing I wrote was, oh, there's a mess up and there's a KO punch to Kane. Oh. I literally paid no attention there's to a, the rest of the there's match. There's a mess up is your professional note. I mean, I can't speak. I didn't watch it. But, <laughs> oh, there's a mess up. What was the mess up? The, it was, I mean, it was intentional. It, wow, intentional. It was, um, it was Kane gets punched by, uh, by, by Big, Big Show. Show on the outside. It was a mess up punch? It was a mess up KO punch. Oh no, mess oh, up. Oh no, and then, and then I don't ever want to see a feud between Kane and Big Show. I hope, I hope they have a WrestleMania match. Hey, you, I mean, I know why you said that. Uh-huh. Because that is mean? exactly what's going to happen what at WrestleMania. What do you mean? Uh, hey, so can, get ready hey, for Hey, we ever that. figured out what the May 13th thing is or whatever? Because people keep saying that it's, it's oh, it's the date that Kane was saying when he was, like, in that movie years ago. Except that wasn't the date. So everyone said the date was wrong. So Big Show messed up. Twice. So then, yeah. what the fuck? God damn it. Fuck. So mad. Also, uh-huh. then Stephanie comes out, uh-huh. and, and she got to a pretty good promo because it's on, who? on on Kane and uh, Big Show. Oh, okay. Calls him out, tells him that they are basically uh, sucking. Uh-huh. And then it... All I got from this was that, man, apparently every two months we have to be reminded that Kane is a demon and he's like a monster. Well, yeah, they have to because, hey, can you remember the last time a Battle Royal or a, Ro- a Royal Rumble or something happened where we weren't reminded how big Big Show and Kane were and they haven't fucking won one ever? They, ha- I mean, they haven't ever. There you go. So they got sent home early. Uh, cool. <laughs> hey, that's vacation. She literally just went, go, go to the back, pack your bags and go home. Go home. Yeah, that's our show. <laughs> what was next, Brian? Uh, Miss Khalifa promo. Um, uh, the Miz and Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, uh, I just don't understand um, why they didn't let John Cena spit with Wiz Khalifa. They weren't. You're not. I can't believe they fucking did. I mean, I know that they I shouldn't. Like, they can't believe they let John Cena spit with Wiz Khalifa. So I guess like 
when John Cena said that, they took it to heart because uh-huh. he didn't. Yeah. On this Raw, which so there you go. So how was the Miz Khalifa promo? It was good because it was basically Santa going, "Hey, Miz, screw you. I'm in the Battle Royal." Oh, did he say that? Uh, in effect, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So he's going to be in the Battle Royal, and there's going to be a little bit more tension, although I think they should have just had a match, but Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, No, you have have to give time to Triple H and Sting. Yeah, Mad Dad and Sad Dad. (laughs) I'm about to throw this fucking cat. Hey, Aurora, what do you think about Mad Dad and Sad Dad? Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. No. All right, Brian, what was next? Then we had AJ versus Summer. Uh, They talk about the hashtag... uh, you know, um, give divas a chance. Give divas a chance. They actually talked about it. Yeah, Michael wow. Cole. Wow. Yeah. How long was the match? Uh, about five, five to seven minutes. Yeah. Okay. So they gave it more time than normal. Uh, it was, you know, but it was AJ and Summer Rae. So yeah. somebody who's very good at wrestling and another person who is just there. Who's married to CM Punk? Yeah. Like Summer is good. Got him. Yep. Um, gets a little Were bit more CM time. Punk chance? I don't remember. Oh, okay. I, I honestly I played at a low level because I don't want to hear the fucking crowd because they suck most of the time. I agree. Um, yeah, summer taps to the Black Widow. Okay, uh, that's all that happens at okay. the end. Uh, Sting promo. He is he is retribution. Oh, is that right? Uh, I heard there was like a voice modulator on Sting and he yeah, sounded weird. It was weird. Okay. It, you could tell it was a voice modulator. Are you talking about Stinger? Uh, why were we talking about Stinger? Stinger. 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 So then you have John Cena backstage promo with Rusev, and he's like, "You, you, I may not be. I mean, hey, listen, I may not be a WrestleMania, okay? But you know what? That's that's what if that's what the WWE universe wants, then that's what they're fine. But you say one thing about the USA, shut up, and I'm gonna come down and take you up. You Marine rat, not even you're a fake ass Marine fuck. Shut up. So then Rusev has a match with Axel and John Cena. Come on this podcast and tell us why you like being a fake Marine so much. Listen, I, I John Cena, go homo, and I, I just I want to say when you go homo, I'm gonna ask you why, because you can do literally anything you want in the WWE. They're never gonna fire you. Mm-hmm. Why did you say okay to the U.S. versus Russia thing? You didn't have to. You could have pushed this in such a better way. Yep. You could have made it about athleticism. No, it, but it's it's easy. <coughs> the U.S.-Russia thing is easy. But it's John Cena, and he could I, have done more with it. I understand. He has the responsibility. I feel like, hey, if I had a position like John Cena did where I'm like basically like infallible, uh-huh. To the eyes of the, the, the people who actually run the show. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, no, I don't want to make this about U.S. versus Russia. Yeah. But it is. But it is. So, uh, Axelmania faces off against Rusev. How was that? Uh, it was exactly what you would expect. A squash? Th- three or four moves, and then uh, Rusev gets the accolade. the accolade on. And it made me really upset because how how cool would that have been if Axel just snuck out the one? <laughs> the one win. You can't. You can't do it. You can't have your. You can't have your heel get your undefeated heel. Yeah, exactly. You, you can't. That that's the WrestleMania moment. So so then what happens is basically. Uh, uh, does Rusev, John does John Cena come down to save Curtis Axel? No. What oh. happens is Rusev gets on the mic and oh wait he did the thing John Cena said don't do. Oh, did he say bad so things about he USA? He said bad things about USA. Oh, so man, that's the country I live in. And then mm. when people don't stand up for the national anthem, I yell at them. Yeah, don't. Because, don't, uh, you f- because this baseball game is a very serious listen, event. Listen, you motherfucker. If you don't take your goddamn cap like, off. Stand up and take off your hat. And if you don't put it over your fucking over heart, your heart, you piece right of shit. Now, and look at the you, goddamn look at the 13 f- stripes. Look at, look at the flag. The this is the 50 stars. This is the Kansas City Royals and the Baltimore Orioles. You better stand up and salute the fucking flag. You motherfucking piece of shit so then john cena comes down and uh and goes oh well, i tried tried told you and then he puts uh he puts the uh stf on rusev and lana goes okay okay you get your match uh, it was that easy uh, i mean he he put him in it and then he passed out uh he being rusev passed out and then john cena threw water in his face he put him back in the STF, and then Lana was like, after a little bit, was like, okay, okay, you can have a match at WrestleMania. And then he held it in, okay, okay, you can have it for the U.S. Championship. And John Cena let it out, and this is this is what I wrote. 
John Cena didn't let go until Baby got what he wanted. <laughs> he stood up and looked like a child who got exactly what he wanted. He had a look on his face that looked like a goddamn seven-year-old child who... Okay, 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 stop holding your breath. Okay, we'll give you chocolate. We'll give you chocolate. Rusev is the heel. John Cena was a goddamn baby. <laughs> Go ahead and watch that segment again. Tell me he doesn't look like a goddamn John baby. John Cena, come on to this podcast and let us know where you were a baby. John Cena, baby, go home. <laughs> what was next, Brian? We had New Day versus Cesaro and Tyson what Kidd. What the fuck? New Day was on Raw? Versus Tyson Kidd and Cesaro. How was this match? Uh, actually had a little bit of room to, okay. to, to move around with. Uh, I love how Kidd walks to the ring. Yeah, like a dick. He, he awesome. is a cocky motherfucker. Yeah. He's got that half-lip smile going. Yep. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, Anything of note in this match? It, it basically uh, had a weird sort of breakdown where, like, Natty kind of cost them the match. and oh, then it, really? And then it weirdly rolled into Naomi versus Natty. Uh-huh. And then, like, she did... Not, Natty does that great, like, bridging out of the um, the pin yeah. thing. And, man, that, that always looks good. And mm-hmm. then she gets distracted. Natty gets distracted by Kid. And then she gets cost the match. Uh-huh. And then, um... Tr- trouble in paradise, right, fellas? S.O.S. Anyway. Um, and then, uh, the, the Usos who are already down there... I'm sorry, that Kofi Kingston reference is cracking me up. <laughs> Go ahead, the Usos are down there. So the Usos are down there, and then Los Matadores is, comes what? out. It is this weird daisy chain of matches. It is the weirdest thing ever. So it daisy chains into Usos versus Los Matadores... And then I didn't write any notes because it didn't matter who won that match. But the and Usos won. So, yeah. Did the Usos win? I don't remember. I was on my phone. Cool. I I checked the fuck out. Then Bray Wyatt is out. And, hey, Undertaker, I want to face you at WrestleMania because I'm the new face of fear, Undertaker. Okay. I'm going to open this urn and look like there's something oh, in it. He had an urn? He had the urn oh, for Undertaker. Urn. Uh-huh. That's pretty good, Bray Wyatt. And now, oh, ah, there's nothing in, oh, shit, now there's fog coming out of the urn. And then the urn, uh, yeah. a promo comes, uh, the, the bell rings about three times and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. On the fourth time, then uh, a, uh, Tron comes up and it goes uh, WrestleMania, and it's the logo for WrestleMania 31. With a shitty play button? Cool. Uh, yeah, I love it. YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the man comes around. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, guys, so go ahead and go on YouTube and search The Man Comes Around when The Man Comes Around. Because that's what it said. It's just a WrestleMania logo. Did, and they just, did they just get like a soundbite? Did they get an ISO of Johnny Cash saying it? No, what it was was a soundbite of Undertaker going, rest in oh, peace. Cool. So I'm still holding out uh-huh. for the, like, ugh, that yeah. it's not a match, uh-huh. but it's going to be and it's going to suck. Mm-hmm. So then, um, so then it's the main event. Okay. Uh, Roman Reigns in a handicap match against Orton and Rollins, mm-hmm. uh, which the only thing that I could think of is why does Reigns have a Tron? Mm-hmm. He yeah, because com- he, doesn't, he doesn't come down that way. Yeah. He doesn't come down that way, so you don't get a single glimpse of it. No. Nope. So why even have a Tron? <laughs> but he has one. Um, and then it's you know a lot of uh, a lot of. Oh man! Oh, oh. M- oh, we're getting in this match. Oh, there's a lot of going uh-huh. ons and and things. And oh man, there's not really a match going on here because we suck. Yeah. And we don't want to put together a good match. Oh man! Oh shit! Oh, Orton doesn't get the tag to doesn't give the tag to to Rollins. Mm-hmm. Oh what? What? Hold on. Is everything that he just said at the beginning of the show gonna happen hang on wait a second no listen i know that we are in the fast lane right now Uh, life in the fast lane and we have to pump the brakes yeah because just right now randy orton did not tag when seth rollins said to tag Uh and then wait oh no reigns gets the win and then oh why what is gonna happen Uh uh-huh Orton turns on the Rollins. He smashes Rollins' head into the steel steps and beats the shit out of him around the entire arena. Oh, cool. It was fun to watch, but it went on way too long. <laughs> it was like the last 15 minutes of the show. Oh, Jesus. 
it, it like the match was five minutes. Uh huh. The end was fifteen minutes. So the minutes. Uh, the guy in the main event of WrestleMania really didn't do much. So, Rollins and uh-huh. Orton are probably gonna have a match at WrestleMania. Oh, you don't say. Weird. And it's probably gonna be a no holds barred match, mm-hmm. or some yeah, some bullshit like that. And Ta-da. I don't watch it. I don't give a fuck. Orton puts. Rollins threw the announce table with an RKO. And did it break the first time? Yes, it actually did. Oh, wow. Congratulations. 2015. Yeah. The year of Randy Orton actually being able to use tables well. Thank you. Yep. I, I, the internet, the whole internet's probably making that joke. Yeah. I'm not above it. Oh, I'll hey, do I don't, it. I don't care. It, you know what's nice, though, is that Randy Orton, like this, when he, he's, we've said this before, when given room to just breathe as that character, mm-hmm. as the insane man that he is, mm-hmm. absolutely great. It's, it's nice to see him be this crazy mm-hmm. and shout at the crowd and shout at Rollins yep. and be like, you thought I wasn't going to do anything? How stupid are you? <laughs> That's funny. There's a reason that Orton is who he is. Yeah. And and when he's like this, I go, he deserves everything he's gotten and he deserves more. Yep. So it's great that he's back like this. I just hope that they they, they keep doing it. Okay. Two quick emails. Yeah. One uh, from Nick V. Fake name. They are muting the crowd pops for anyone but the main event guys. Thoughts? Are they? I didn't watch the main event. Uh, I don't think so. It's a, it's still a live show. You play with like the the mics, I guess. That wouldn't surprise me, but it, I it wouldn't. I honestly, don't give I a mean, they audio sweeten all of SmackDown. Um, so. uh, next email from William S. This will be our last email. If Sheamus and Nikki Bella were a couple, would their couple name be Nikki Fella? Yes. And that'll do it for episode 51 of the Go Home Show. Brian, we did it. Mm-hmm. Too sweet me. Actual too sweet. Too sweet. Ooh, that's copyrighted now. Did you hear about that? It is. WWE is trying to copyright the the too sweet. Oh. To not put it on merchandise and stuff. But you can't copyright... A hand gesture. No. Because if you tried, I don't know, the University of Texas will sue you. Yeah, they Dio will. will sue you. I yeah, don't know. Like, well, Dio's dead. But the estate of Dio will sue you. So there you go. I don't know. Good luck, I guess. Uh, Brian, we did it. Go yes. home show episode fifty one in the bag. Uh, the the it's in the bag with the cat. The cat's in the bag. Uh, the cat and episode fifty one are both in the bag. You guys can email us go home show at mega sixty four dot com. Hit us up on Twitter at go home show. Uh, follow us if you don't already. Uh, Facebook dot com slash the go home show. The go home show dot dot com. Brian, we did it. Another successful week mm-hmm. uh, for this weird weird podcast. It was. This is a weird one. This yeah. one started abruptly. We're not ready. I don't feel bad about it. I feel good about it. Brian, anything you want to say about this? Yeah. Uh, Go home. Fella!